We're making an ad. Napping yeah. ad. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm-hmm. He listens to the podcast every week. Yep. Has he been canceled? Wait, is Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. <laughs> So, um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance, we got action, romance. we got comedy, we got everything you need, man. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro- I, I don't know about this romance, what part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches, and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know! Alright, so come on down to su- wait, why did I say come on down? To Superhero Stuff You Should Know. Welcome to another episode of Horror Movie Night. As we promised, 2020 is going to be just a phenomenal year. And to show how badass the movies are that we're going to talk about, this week we're starting with... Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, so so next week it gets real good. But we're starting with Bloody Murder 2. Closing Camp. From 2003, as picked by... Hmm. Which one of us would have picked this one? <laughs> Drum roll, please. Me! All right, Brian. Let, let, why? <laughs> Blockbuster, baby. Blockbuster. <laughs> Passed this title fucking my whole life. I said, oh, I got to see that. And like, yo, this is this. I was telling Matt, this is the second time I got shim shammed. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, because here's the thing. I don't like... Friday the 13th movies that much. We talked about that when we did Friday the 13th. Even as a child, they never did anything for me. But I love the idea of a hockey mask. And for Shriek, if you know what I did last summer, the cover had the killer with a hockey mask, which he had for about three minutes, and then his mask catches on fire, and it's the scream mask. And then this one was just Buckethead. <laughs> yeah. Buckethead this was the mask. lowest effort outfit I've ever fucking seen. Dude, it is... It, this one's rough. But the cover, when I was a kid, oh, man, the hockey mask with the uh, the hook. And yeah. he doesn't use a hook either. No, no. This movie defies fucking logic, and it starts with the cover. <laughs> and both of them, both the one and two, have the hockey mask. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, and I've seen, I saw one, I think it was three or four years ago, 
Um, I was asked to be part of a like live commentary track for Bloody Murder in a movie theater in Harrisburg for their like Halloween all night movie marathon, and that was their kickoff. Uh, it was some. It was a group called Down in the Front, and it was a bunch of local comedians, and they always had a guest, and they asked me to be the guest. And Jesus, like. That Why was would you tough. even pick this movie as like a? I didn't. No, not you. I mean the oh. them. Like they're like, oh yeah, let's kick off this movie marathon with the movie that will make people not want to stick around. Be- because <laughs> it was on a Friday the Thirteenth, so they were like, let's start with like a really bad Friday Thirteenth ripoff movie based on there the are cover. better. There are better yeah. Friday Thirteenth oh, ripoffs. So they, yeah. <laughs> now, I, I mean, also probably like. Yeah, you know, since they were charging money for tickets, probably also really cheap to get the rights to uh, scream bloody murder. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this movie, right out the gate, the opening scene, they are trying to make it feel like something special. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, like man. it's trying to be something. I don't know what it was trying to be, but it was trying to be something with this weird, like artsy. There's so many there's a couple camera shots that are just trying so hard to be artsy. It's funny because the lack of audio transitions between scenes really shows the low effort on the actual filmmaker. Oh man, can we even talk about the fact that the ADR is so bad? The worst thing about this ADR is that they did it in an untreated room. They're literally in like a school, a high school classroom, and the reflections <laughs> are just like killing me because it's it. Oh my god, because they're they're outside. And the they're talking in front of the cabin in that second scene, I suppose. And it sounds like they're in a classroom. And I'm like, there are no reflections if you're outside. Well, they like because they have the the scene that I, I was talking to Brian about this earlier. But like, you know that it's poor filmmaking. One of the one of the quickest signs of poor filmmaking is if a scene transitions to the next scene and the audio just drops entirely during the transition. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're just like, oh, wow. They did not know what they were doing in the editing room. <laughs> but I, but that also, I get it, you know? Because, yeah. like, there's times where, like, if someone, if someone is like, hey, I don't have a lot of money. Um, like, I, I really can't afford this, but I really want your services. Like, I'll give them 110%. But every time I deal with a big company... And they're like just being cheap. It's like, okay, I'm not color grading this. The transitions aren't, I don't care if the transitions are in sync with the music. Like I'm not going to put as much effort to someone that hires me and it's just like cutting costs left and right. And I feel like that's what happened with the editor. Here. Oh yeah. They probably called up the editor. It's like, we can't pay you with money. Yeah. <laughs> but here's some. Yeah. It's like the, those, those memes about like, Look at all the look at the the food I'm buying with this free promotion. Yeah. Well, that's like um, I think the Hard Times had a headline recently that was like, "Friend gets hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of free labor via pizza and beer." <laughs> <laughs> the acting in this movie is another thing we need to talk about because there is a scene between uh, I wrote the bad boy because I don't think I knew his name Mike. at this time. Mike, Mike, and Rick. That is like oh, soap opera level of fight. It's just like, I know you did it, Mike. And he's like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> yeah. Man, <laughs> we're not even we're not even there yet. Because the, the in that first or oh, second scene, after her like weird, stupid dream sequence that is just so dumb and so bad, uh, she wakes up and her and the, the roommate just being another dream. Yeah. <laughs> 
and she's like <laughs> sound sitting, pain. She's sitting on <laughs> the bed, w- drinking like a latte, and there I'm like, there's no fucking cappuccino machine at the <laughs> camp. <laughs> She, yeah, she walked down to the Starbucks yeah. and yeah. grabbed one real quick. She's like, she's like, got a, you know, she's holding a, for people who haven't seen this movie, um, you're very lucky. Uh, but yeah, don't, you, you don't. <laughs> but let me set the scene. Is so they're both wearing like shorty shorts. They're falling asleep, and so this movie came out in what 2000? 2003. Okay, well that's fine. Uh, 2003. The girls both wake up, and they're wearing like spaghetti strap midriff tank tops, and booty shorts basically and (laughs) so the one wakes up with makeup on you know as women do and she rolls over from her nightmare and her uh cabin mate best friend whatever is um drinking this latte out of a gigantic mug you know like those mugs that, that you put two hands around a ceramic mug and she's just like holding it and and she's like, yeah, the same dream. You, yeah. But the thing that I really want to talk about is that we get an authentic what's up in this movie. Oh, 100. That, if that doesn't tell you what the time was that they were shooting this movie. I have this one quote written down. I think this is how it's delivered. But they're sitting around. They're trying to figure out something to do to pass the time. And the one person goes, how about a game of bloody murder? Ah! and that's what pissed me off is i get budgets not having a budget but the 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 goof kill was a better mask than what the killer yeah yeah they should have given that guy this mask and then the killer the the hockey mask and the movie would have not been great but still we (laughs) would have been progress you know dude this movie has so like this movie's such a paint by numbers slasher film but like with none of the care or effort or like such a cash in like not even the blood. Like I have a note here that says that I'm pretty sure they made about a quart of blood (laughs) and just had to make it work for the whole movie. Cause like people will get their blood slit and then it cuts to a wall. And it's like, if someone just flicked a paintbrush (laughs) and like little snackle pieces hit the wall, it's awful, man. And it's as much as I don't want to defend this movie, We've just been watching a lot of slashers on this show lately where it is like Monty Python and the Holy Grail when they get a minor cut. There's so much blood that has been spraying on walls that doesn't make sense in the last four movies we've watched. Which, which is fair, but like, I don't know, man. There's This movie also has, I'll read exactly what my note says. It wouldn't be a low-budget horror movie without an exposition scene delivered with zero emotions. Yeah. <laughs> None like, of these people can act. Just, None. No, it is no. the most monotone, like, yes, my brother came up here. He was never found. Also, why the, the fuck would she come dead. back to the work at the camp where her brother disappeared? Yeah, that, I don't him. understand that. No, no, that's weird. Like, I s- still personally was weirded out when you lived at Aunt Lisa's and Julie lived at Aunt Lisa's. And that wasn't even that bad. It was just like, oh, they're living in this house that I watched someone slowly die for a week. I would never go back to a camp that... Someone that I loved was viciously murdered. Well, they never found him, so maybe he's alive. I kept thinking that that would be the twist. (laughs) It's like, maybe the killer is These twists were so dumb. Dude, Uh. it was the most underwhelming reveals and twists I've ever seen, but we'll get there. Yeah, we've got got a lot of of ground to cover. We've we've got to talk about two scenes that I hated on principle. And number one, 
is the Latina doomsayer where it's not enough that she talks in like the most stereotypical yeah. accent they could, but that there's mariachi music playing behind her whenever Are she's you, on screen. Oh, I missed that. But all I, I, I wrote down that it bothered me that they made her like do the, the, the cross on herself. Every time she would talk about what was the name of the killer in this movie, Trevor, Trevor Morehouse, you know, it rolls right off the tongue like Jason and Freddy Krueger <laughs> and Michael Myers. Trevor Morehouse. Yeah. Well, anyway, she every time she says his name, she has to to do the cross sign on herself, and I'm like, you are so offensive. But Matt found the trifecta. Well, and then it it's only made worse by like you can there's there's a scene in this movie that I have seen done well before. I can't remember where. But it is not done well here with the hyper meta, I'm black, you're a woman, which one of us is in a worse situation in a horror oh, yeah. movie conversation. Th- is that guy's name like, named Elvis? Yes, Elvis, who has the logic in this movie where she's like, I don't know, things are weird. And he's like, I don't see what's weird. So-and-so left a note that he quit and the other person sent a page. <laughs> Clearly. The, like, oh, man, like, the pagers. This movie. This man. movie must have sat on a shelf for two years. Or it must have taken them two years to do it because whoever wrote this is a moron. In 2003, I had a fucking cell phone. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to see when Bloody Murder came out real quick. Just to, re- just to refresh me. Because I think it was not that far behind. Um, so I want to talk about the women in this. 2000. Okay, so Bloody Murder came out in 2000. So it was a three-year waiting Dude, period. I had I just swore this was 90s. I, yeah, it, they were clamoring. I think that <laughs> there was probably something where they had done mo- most of it before cell phones were a thing because, like, I had a phone in my car that you had to turn on to call someone. It's not like you had it with you at all times. I mean, like, not a, I had a cell phone. It wasn't a car phone, but I had a cell phone. I was going to say, man, riding big. <laughs> no, no. No, I had a cell phone in 2000. It was in the car for emergencies. So I yeah. don't know why they were like, yeah, pagers. Pagers are fine in 2003. I was in college <laughs> and I had a cell Like, I've had the same cell phone number. Anybody listening that has my cell phone number from high school, it's the same number. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, this – I'm trying to think what else is in here. We, You've got the the heartbreak to sex rebound. Oh, man. Wait, wait, wait. Can we, can we just talk <laughs> about Tiffany Shepis in this movie? Sure. So she's an awful actress. She's basically the knockoff Feruza Balk, kind of like her outfit yeah. and her personality mm-hmm. and stuff. If you ever look at her IMDb, it's wild. That woman has hundreds of movies under her belt and none of them are memorable. But she's just like really gung-ho about getting naked. Yeah, she's really okay with being nude. Yeah, a lot. And the thing that I find so odd about this film is the fact that the sex scenes are the ones that have the most care. It's like they linger. I was yeah. uncomfortable watching them. I didn't even really watch them. I kind of like, uh, you know, looking through my fingers like a little boy who was embarrassed about his little boy boner. Yeah, but that's because you can just feel the director. Yes. Know? Okay, it's that's like, exactly it's like. Okay, now he cut your leg off. Oh, my leg. All right, good. One take. All right, now showers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now. We're going to need a couple takes for this yeah. one. <laughs> now blow on her nipple. <laughs> Man, and, and yeah, this was, direct, this was directed by the guy from Return to Horror High for sure. <laughs> oh, man. But the other thing about it is that all the girls' outfits, and I don't mean to linger on this like the director lingering on Tiffany Sheffis' breasts, but these outfits 
are they were kind of doing it for me because every girl is wearing like but wildly wildly inappropriate for a children's camp. <laughs> no, I, to be yeah, but the, but for me in 2003, <laughs> it would have been fine. Hell, in 2000, let's just say that this movie was made in 2000 and then sat on the shelf. Um, and goddamn, uh, but yeah, the the they're all wearing like the the low rise flare leg jeans that every girl wore when I was in high school and the little spaghetti strap tank tops that were like all they they all have like six inches of of belly showing and they're all in very good shape so it was just like if I would have watched this in high school you know I probably would have had a good time but uh you don't mean like best movie ever? (laughs) it's it's no little witches but it's pretty damn good (laughs) dude how about the, there's the scene where they have sex and then she finds the oh, corpse. Oh man, and he's like, like, I gotta go. They can't see me like I fucked you just now. Yeah. Well, beyond that, like, again, back on like the lo-fi no budget, that is some of the cheapest corpse makeup I have ever oh, seen. Oh, and there's a more egregious issue than the bad makeup. He was murdered a couple hours ago and now he has worms crawling out of his throat? <laughs> yeah. That's not how it works. <laughs> Uh, but I'll tell you what the director was really proud of. He he may not have gave a shit about the acting or the sound or the makeup, but you know that he was proud as shit about this fisheye lens tracking oh, shot man. as they arrest the dude, where it's like following him, and then the cop car moves away, and then it pans back over to the girl standing right behind the cop car. And I was like, dude, I bet they did more takes of that fucking scene than anything in this movie i don't know what about the what about the shower scenes oh yeah well that okay second (laughs) second to the shower scenes uh but there is one thing so most of this movie whatever you know i mean like it was dull i wasn't really having a good time because as bad as it is it's not it's not sick you know i mean like that is the thing is is that that's what i wanted to talk about is like you guys remember sick and how bad it was but how fond i am of it (laughs) well because there's something in the incompetence of sick that's constantly entertaining because everyone is just given a hundred percent when they really shouldn't be everyone in this movie is given like five (laughs) percent the whole time but there was one moment where i laughed my ass off and it's when she's investigating the footage that she found in the camera and it's a close-up of the mouse just constantly clicking the zoom in button to find <laughs> enhance. like z- enhance. Enhance. <laughs> it's so I can't even explain why it's so funny to me, but it's just so outrageous. It's the most outrageous lack of understanding of computers or videos or anything I've ever seen in like a shitty movie. Oh my god. Scott, I think you already sent me the image, but I hope one of the images for this episode is just the picture of a mouse. <laughs> it's not because I didn't know what I was in for when I did the images, but um, I can get new ones now that I know exactly what we're dealing with here. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, and then, yeah, we, we finally get the most lackluster reveal of the killers. Uh, the killer. Wait, the, what doesn't like, make any sense to me is if the dad of Trevor Morehouse is the killer, he's the one who's killed everybody this time around, right? That's 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 
the, the I think I, or did he yes. kill him? No, the, he killed him the first time too because he said he killed her brother. Oh yeah, okay. Sorry, it's this movie's so uncomfortable. The, I hate to keep coming back to the the women and their outfits and stuff, but they are also. Um, the, I I don't know when they were filming this, but it must have been cold outside because. The survivor girl is cutting glass in every scene and it's very distracting and uncomfortable. And it's so distracting that Mike can't look her in the eyes in most of his scenes because he's staring at her nipples. Mm. I'm so uncomfortable. Oh my God. But the other thing about it is that um, the girl who plays Sophie, um, she's the one who's like bad dream. She's the, the bunk mate, you know? Um, yeah. yeah, she, her name is Amanda McGarian. I want to say, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but I looked her up. She doesn't ha- really have an IMDb except for fucking bloody murder too. So I looked her up, Googled her. She has a Wikipedia page. She's a retired American pair skater. Most notably, she skated with Jared Guzman for several years and won the pewter medal at the 2000 U.S. Figure Skating Championships. So she went from getting a pewter medal. I don't know if that's like second place. I don't know. In 2000 to doing Bloody Murder 2. (laughs) (laughs) Three years later. Oh, Oh, man. So I just really wanted to point out how many failures this movie encompasses. (laughs) Here's the thing. I, I know that this is not a movie that you sit there and, and talk logic about, but like the the killer could have gotten away if he just didn't tell everybody shut his yeah. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> he just if he just kept up the facade that he was the sheriff and just let all of the blame fall on Mike. Problem solved. Like, I would have been totally fine with Mike getting the blame pinned on him because he's such a douche. Yeah. yeah. So, Brian, thank you for this. You guys are welcome. Uh, Happy New Year. You know what? I'm just going to say, you know, like, over on the Patreon, if you go to check that out, there might be, uh, you know, maybe we're having an intervention (laughs) for someone here. Yeah, you definitely want to uh, join our Patreon, listen to all the amazing bonus material that we do there on a weekly basis. You can double your HMN consumption, I guess. Um, and you can hear us try to talk some sense into Brian and his problem with picking movies that he's never watched before. Spoiler <laughs> alert, it didn't work. <laughs> we're making an ad. Napping yeah. ad. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm-hmm. He listens to the podcast every week. Yep. Has he been canceled? Was Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. <laughs> so, um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance, we got action, we got comedy, 
We got everything you need, man. Come on down to superhero stuff you should know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro- I, I don't know about this romance. What part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to superhero stuff you should know. All right. So come on down to... Su- Wait, why did I say come on down? To superhero stuff you should know. All right. So before we... Uh, before you go and jump over to that Patreon, first we got to talk about some double features. So Brian... What double feature would you rock with Bloody Murder 2? Ooh, I would pair Bloody Murder 2 with, uh, fuck, what's that minor movie called? My Bloody oh, Valentine. Oh. No, 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 no. Mine, uh. Miner's, oh, Miner's Massacre. Massacre. What? I would what? pair it with Miner's Massacre. I love how you guys are yeah. both like, no, no, that's not the movie. When any normal sane person would be like, yeah, the, the Miner Killer movie. It's fucking <laughs> no, my, my I, bloody bounty. I knew what he was talking about because... Also like, a Blockbuster buy. <laughs> yeah, he bought it at Blockbuster on VHS. It's sitting in our basement still. Oh, I know I've yet so to watch bad. it. Oh, Have I watched it. Oh, I watched it. I watched it at 13 and said, this is bad. So imagine what twenty-nine-year-old me would say. You know that's so funny. Uh, that that whole idea of like, if it was bad when we were young and impressionable, because I mentioned Little Witches, and that movie was. Have you guys seen that movie? I've talked about it before on the show a little bit. Yeah, I remember the cover. I've never actually seen the movie. I don't think it's what I'm thinking of. Oh no, it's not. I was thinking of the one with Matilda. Matilda. The girl who played Matilda. One Simple Witch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> With Martin Short. Yes. Yeah. yeah, where the woman gets turned into a dog. Classic. <laughs> no. But Little, Wh- Little, Little Witch just has the white trash queen of the 90s. I love her, actually. Oh, man. Feruza Balk. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no. Little Witches doesn't have Feruza Balk in it. Well, all I did was look at a cover, and I am going to send this to you guys because that is Feruza Balk if I've ever seen it's it. It's not Feruza Balk. <laughs> it's supposed to look like Feruza Balk because they're ripping off uh, the craft. The craft. And that's why gotcha. That's why I um, I wanted to watch it because I loved the craft, and so I rent Little Witches, and it's – I swear to God, if Tiffany Shepis is actually in that movie, I will – eat my hat but uh she it's like it's so bad and it's there's so much nudity that is very um not good and um, <laughs> oh i realize who that is now doesn't okay. it look like her though it's supposed yeah, to yeah but look you know like who her. it actually is Hell. it's uh, uh i can never pronounce her name clea duvall clea duvall is not in little witches no way yeah, yeah, she is. It's I'm looking yeah. at it right now. Yeah, she's the she's the cast. She's on the cast list on IMDb. Oh fuck! Wow, that... Clea Duvall was in that. 1996. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was her film debut. Oh but, well, that explains the, a lot. And Zelda and Zelda Rubenstein. Wow. <laughs> Man, I, if if I was more like Brian, we'd be doing an episode on Little Witches. <laughs> oh well, just wait because I have a pitch for you guys after this Fuck. episode. Can I just say no immediately? <laughs> you might like it if you are confident in your ability to win. Oh, okay. Well, then yes, I'm gonna like it because <laughs> I like to win. All right. Anyway, the Kansas City Star named it the worst video of 1996. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna tell you guys, I watched it, and even with the gratuitous nudity. And me being like, I will watch any horror movie. It still is burnt in my brain as one of the worst movies I saw as a, as a teenager. 
I'm just looking at the first goof that's written, and it says, when the girls gather around the window of room 24, sunlight is clearly shining through through behind the curtain. Yet when they go outside to investigate, it's clearly night. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> All right, so for my double feature... Serial Insane Clown Killer, obviously, is what I'm going to yeah, watch after Bloody Murder Listen, 2. you start with Bloody Murder 2, and then you're and it's just priming the pump. <laughs> because <laughs> Sick is quite possibly the best worst movie that I've ever seen. <laughs> I promised. I've been threatening that movie for no, years. No, but the thing is that you... I, I think that I would... I'll have to listen back to the episode, but I was literally like a couple minutes into the movie, and I was like, oh... Oh yes, it was. It's kind of like, um, you know, you, you like having poison ivy. You know, you're like, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't itch this, I shouldn't itch this, and then you just scratch around so the sides of it, and you're like, oh, that's the stuff, that's the stuff, and then you just can't stop yourself from scratching on the the thing, and then you get poison ivy goo all over your hand, and yeah, that's that's what watching sick is like. Scott, did you pick Little Witches as your double feature? Did you I didn't do a, a double, double feature, feature but I think truly Little Witches has to be the double feature just because I've talked about it so much this episode. <laughs> now we got that out of the way. Uh, let's talk about, uh, you know, you guys watch anything worth talking about. Can I start? Not really? Yeah. yeah, go for it. So I, I know that I was messaging you guys about this yesterday, but um, I just want everybody to know that Megan inflicted Inside Out upon me. And um, I hated it. I didn't. I I pieced out after like fifteen or twenty minutes. Yeah. Mm. No, we we said our words on it. I yeah. want to move on. Oh, I'm it just hurts you so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one thing. I I don't even want to. Um, oh, Mandalorian's fucking awesome. So you know, like that's it'll be done by the time this comes out. So, um, but yeah, it's so super good. I'm obsessed with Baby Yoda. Everybody knows it. Um. That's all I was going to talk about, too. Okay. It was like, I, every week, I feel like I just want to bring up Mandalorian, because every week, I love the episode. But I, I liked it. I can't think of an episode I really didn't like. I like the episode with him and the smugglers that came out last week. Yeah, I yeah, that was that was a really fun one. So what I, what I didn't like about this episode, but I actually love about this episode, it just killed me, is like, although it tells a consistent story, there's no to-be-continued episodes, and the newest one was a to be continued episode, and it just happened at the worst time where I was like, "I, I can't this. believe I have to wait." Yeah, like I have to yeah. wait a fucking week. <laughs> I love I how so, we're so so. Spoiled. We're so in 2020 now. Yeah. <laughs> well, so like I um I will say that the coolest thing for me is like I've always said that IG88 was like my favorite bounty hunter. Um, just from reading the the Kevin Anderson uh, book, Tales of the Bounty Hunters, like he just makes IG-88 seem like such a badass. And in that first episode, finally seeing how an IG unit fights, I was like, Dude, how do you even, you know, how do you even defend yourself from an IG? I know. It's I was so like, that thing looks so badass. It's so cool. And it's pretty funny that that's Taika um, Waititi's uh, voice. Do you guys ever just kind of have a sick fascination with the suggested movies when we watch stuff on uh on prime yeah i was actually looking at the suggested movies on bloody murder too and boy. they're insane <laughs> they're insane boy <laughs> like i don't even re how in the fuck are there like four 
slasher camp movies or something. I, I can't remember what they're called, but like there's there and there's like parts eight and nine of these other series that I've never fucking heard of. And it just boggles the mind. Yeah. When I got to like the eighth or seven, because I literally scrolled through the suggestions just for the hell of it. And I was like <laughs> almost offended that Sleepaway Camp two and three were on the people also watched. Well, I would say probably people watched those and then su- got sucked into watching Bloody Murder 2 because they're like, oh, yeah, like I love Sleepaway Camp. This can't be that bad. And, it's similar. And they were yeah, they really need to give they really need to give like a uh, you know how like on Netflix when when you used to do the star ratings, it would be like, here's like the average score between everybody who's rated this movie. Uh, like Amazon Prime needs like a here's around the timestamp that everyone shut off this movie. <laughs> this is the average point that people gave up. Uh, so for my thing that I watched, uh, I know that you know the holiday season is is over by the time this comes out. But uh, I will say that there is it never ends for Matt Kelly. No, never. Uh, there was one movie that came out on Netflix that I've watched two times. I'll probably watch it a third time because uh, it it's just a good movie and i think scott might actually like it which is why i'm bringing it up i already saw it uh let it snow oh no i thought you were gonna say noel no noel's great too but uh on netflix there's a movie called let it snow and it is the way that i described it is it's can't hardly wait in empire records on christmas eve uh it's it's a tale of a group of teenagers all trying to go to the same party and it's their individual stories of what's happening with them trying to go to the party so like one kid stole a keg to take to the party and he's being chased down by the people that he stole the keg from. And like another girl has a weird encounter with a famous musician and spends the day hanging out with them. And there's like a guy who's afraid to tell the girl that he's been friends with for years that he loves her story. Like, but you're just following all these little, like very nineties teen flick cliches as they're all just trying to go hang out at this Christmas party at the end of the movie. Uh, wow. So I love it. Yeah, it was just, it. it's super charming. I, I had a really good time with it. Uh, so I, I highly recommend it. And I kind of like that there's almost no Christmas music in it. Like all the music that they listen to is like 70s rock, 70s and 80s rock. Uh, so it, inter- it introduced the song, um, which I guess it was a hit, but I never heard of it. The Water Boys, uh, The Hole of the Moon. Uh, and it's a good ass uh, little jam. <laughs> so yeah. I, I recommend that song as well. But uh, <laughs> all right. So is there any everyone say their piece? We got yeah. Mandalorian in there. We got Inside Out. We got Let It Snow. All right. Well, then that was Bloody Murder 2 as picked by Brian. Check out our Patreon where we try to work with Brian on maybe not picking Bloody Murder 1 or 3, if there is a 3. Thank God God. there's not. Uh, And we will be back next week with another sequel, this time picked by Scott. A much better sequel, I will say. Not gonna. Sorry to play my hand too early on that one. But... You will have to check out next week to find out what that movie is. Or you could donate $10 a month to the Patreon where you've already gotten the episode. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Mm. All right. Well, we will be back next week. Hit us up on all of our social media. And please don't forget to give us a five-star review. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. We will be reading the five-star reviews on this show starting probably in February or, or March uh, I think is when we'll you know actually be re- recording at the time that those reviews have been posted. But thank you so much for all of your time. We love you. Goodbye.
We're making an ad. Napping yeah. ad. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm. He listens to the podcast every week. Yep. Has he been canceled? Was Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. <laughs> So, um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance, we got action, romance. we got comedy, we got everything you need, man. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro- I, I don't know about this romance, what part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches, and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know! Alright, so come on down to su- wait, why did I say come on down? To Superhero Stuff You Should Know. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.